Chapter 4 Introducing Bert We are sorry to announce the 1445 from Bristol Parkway to London Paddington is delayed by approximately 8 minutes and will arrive on time at 1445 on Platform 4, announced the monotone voice. We are sorry to announce the 1445 from Bristol Parkway to London Paddington is delayed by approximately 8 minutes and will arrive on time at 1445 on Platform 4, announced the monotone voice. Well now, Bert thought to himself, who could have guessed that Great Rails would be the first to invent commercial time travel, as he adjusted his watch for the second time. An icy wind whipped its way along the platform, causing a ripple of coat huggings and grumbles. Bert pulled up the collar of his paper-thin linen shirt and silently cursed Great Rails for the umpteenth time. Rechecking his watch, he noticed that his hands looked old and shriveled. For the first time in ages, Bert felt old and kicked out at a passing pigeon in annoyance. Too old, too fat, too stupid. Bert knew he shouldn't think about it too much for the sake of his sanity. This country is the pits, he silently fumed. To distract himself, he gazed into the distance, resting his attention on a sizable dilapidated warehouse. When Bert was a small boy, he would imagine what it might be like to work in a warehouse. He was never too sure what it was that people did in warehouses other than wander around a bit with hard hats on, but he'd had a feeling that it would be exciting and vital. He'd taken to making himself a hard hat from a washing bowl that his parents had. Bert adored the idea of working in a warehouse. In his childhood play, he'd set himself a to-do list for the day and carried out all his tasks assiduously, pacing up and down a lot, pointing at things and navigating the parking of imaginary forklift trucks. The 1445 is further delayed by approximately 18 minutes. It will be arriving on Platform 4 at 14.45. Bert was momentarily roused from his thoughts by this update and adjusted his watch accordingly. Polly would be so pleased to see him. She might be a bit funny at first, but he'd left her the house and money. What more could she want? Why did she always want so much from him? Janet Planet came into his mind with her beautiful young face and long silver blonde hair. She was flawless, and those bastards had killed her. Catching a glimpse of the approaching train, he was momentarily roused out of his mausoleum mind. Safely nestled in his train compartment, Bert settled into the steady humming sounds of high-speed rails at work. Involuntary feelings of despair started to creep into his bones, like a dirty paintbrush dipping into his mind until the whole clear pot of water turned muddy gray. His heart seemed gripped by the bones in his chest. Polly had only been sixteen when he'd left home. He wondered whether she'd changed much in the last eleven years. Despite telling himself he'd done the right thing, Bert suffered greatly in coming to terms with his choices. It was as if he were two different men with two conflicting agendas. Bert was ashamed of the man he was and the one he failed to be. And yet, he still deserved a life, didn't he? He comforted himself in knowing that Polly would be okay. After taking over guardianship of his younger sister under tragic circumstances, he had done his best. 
giving her their beautiful, cozy flat in Putney, well, she'd certainly been okay with that. It had been evident to him that she'd relished the idea of him going, but was trying to hide it rather badly. Polly had done lots of skipping around, loudly shouting, Freedom! when she thought he wasn't paying attention, yet it did little to convince Bert he'd made the right decision by her. She had a roof over her head, enough stationery to set up a small concern, and a student loan that would supply her with enough alcohol for a few years without killing her. He'd even organized a weekly fruit and vegetable box to be delivered to ensure Polly was reminded what a vegetable looked like. Yes, many other brothers would not have bothered as much as he had. He smiled when he recalled that last conversation they'd had in the worm and duck, sipping flat cider and sharing a bag of dry-roasted peanuts. I'm bored, said Polly tactfully. You could at least pretend you're a little sad, replied Bert, also bored. Sure, yeah, I am. Probably. But it's kind of exciting, isn't it? You're going to travel around the world for a year. Plus, I'm a fully grown adult. New beginnings and all that. It's only a year. It'll fly by. Bert had intended to only go for a year. Did he know he'd be gone for ten? Walking away from the pub that day, after giving Polly a brief, awkward hug, Bert had a feeling that returning after a year was unlikely. He returned to looking moody, and what he hoped was distinguished looking, as the green fields blasted by the train window.